Welcome to Foundational You with Dr. Dean Hackett, the home of biblical teaching and cultural impact. We are so glad that you joined us for today's podcast. You can find out more about Dr. Dean, read his blog, and find more episodes at fdeanhackett.com. Now for today's episode. Jesus is indeed still alive and active and powerful upon the earth today as he was before his death, burial, and resurrection. On the third day when Jesus Christ rose from the dead, after he met Mary Magdalene in the garden, he said to Mary, don't touch me, I've not yet ascended to my Father. But he ascended to the Father, and he has been seated at the right hand of the Father as our intercessor. And he has sent the Holy Spirit to empower us so that he, his work and his operation today is just as real and just as alive and just as powerful as it was when he was physically here on earth. And that work that Jesus Christ began to do and to teach has been continued through the power and dynamic of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. But he also promised that he was going to come back a second time. He told his disciples, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. The Apostle Paul talked about this second coming, and, and it's in two parts. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, at verse 2, he said, look, we're talking about uh, the, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together unto him. Two events, Jesus Christ bodily coming back to earth again to rule and reign for 1,000 years on planet earth. But seven years before that, him appearing in the clouds, in the sky, and catching his church off the earth to be with him. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 to 18 talk about this when Paul said, look, I don't want you to be ignorant concerning those who have fallen asleep or those who have died. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, we also believe that, that he is going to come again. And those who are with him, he will bring with him. And then he said this, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Meeting the Lord in the air. First Thessalonians chapter 4, 13 to 18. But Jesus Christ coming back to earth, bodily being on planet earth, to rule as king of the world for 1,000 years. That is in Revelation chapter 19 and chapter 20 rule and reigning for 1,000 years here on planet Earth. Two events making up his second coming, separated by seven years. Wow, what an incredible promise from our Lord Jesus Christ that he is coming again. 
Thank you for joining me in this podcast. I'm Dr. Dean, and we're spending some time talking about the promise that Jesus Christ gave to us that he's coming a second time and what that means. Last last podcast, I, I hope you joined us. If you've not yet listened to it, let me urge you to go back and catch up that podcast about Jesus Christ and his, his promise to come a second time. And four reasons why, four purposes for him coming back a second time. But today we want to talk about the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ gave to us three clusters of events that are going to point to the nearness of his second coming. The question that I have been asked so many times by by people, believers and unbelievers alike, how close are we to Jesus Christ's second coming? Is you know, are, 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 is it real near? Because the world, the world, seems to be experiencing things like we've never seen before. So how close are we to that coming? Well, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter twenty-four, Jesus answers that question: How close are we to His coming? Now, He also told us in that same chapter. No man knows the day or the hour except my Father which is in heaven. Because Almighty God is all-powerful and all-knowing, he can choose to limit his knowledge any way he chooses to limit his knowledge. And one of the things that, that Jesus Christ has limited is he doesn't know the day or the hour. Heavenly Father is going to say to him, go get your bride. Okay, go get your bride. That passage of scripture I shared with you earlier out of John chapter 14 when Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. That that whole statement is surrounding a Jewish wedding ceremony. That, That whole statement because he has likened his second coming to a wedding ceremony. Uh, That's why one of the parables he gave in Matthew chapter 25 about his second coming surrounded 10 virgins on their way to a wedding ceremony. Five were wise, five were foolish. Jesus' second coming is about him coming and getting his church and taking us to heaven to celebrate with him for seven years. And the Lord Jesus Christ likens that to a groom coming and getting his bride. So in Matthew chapter 24, he gives to us these three clusters of events that let us know how close we're getting to his coming. We don't know the day or the hour, but we can know we're getting really, really close. Matthew chapter 24, verses 32 and 33, he said, when you see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. And he wants us to know it's getting really close so that we are living ready for his second coming. Matthew chapter 24 opens with these words. Jesus departed from the temple and was leaving when his disciples came to show him the temple buildings. Jesus answered them, Do you not see all these things? Truly I say to you, not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. The disciples found the temple magnificent, the whole Temple Mount area, magnificent. 
Herod had taken the second temple that had been built back in the 4th and 5th century B.C. And, and he, he, he said to them, look, look, I, I, I want to I improve it, make it more beautiful. And he did. He did some remodeling of it, uh, what, the, what we know today as the Western Wall or the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem is actually a retaining wall that King Herod built so he could enlarge the, the Temple Mount area. And, uh, and uh, it was beautiful. And the disciples were saying to Jesus, look at this, isn't this magnificent? And, and they're, they're talking about it. And Jesus says, wow, but you got to understand something. There's going to come a day when this is all going to be destroyed. Well, in response to that, Matthew 24, verse 3. And he sat on the Mount of Olives. The disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? Listen, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Lord Jesus Christ, what's going to be the sign that your coming is, is, is at hand? And the end of time, the end of the ages, or what we often call the last days? What's going to be those signs? And so Jesus then begins talking to them. And all of Matthew 24, from verse 4 on through the rest of the chapter, is Jesus talking about those events that are going to point to the nearness of his second coming. And as I shared with you, there are three clusters of events. The first cluster is verses 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. And Jesus said this cluster of events are the beginning of sorrows. Literally, in the Greek, it is uh, Arka Odin, meaning the beginning of labor pains, the beginning of the birth of a child. Okay? And Jesus uses that concept of labor pains. They start coming, and they're not real strong, but they're making you uncomfortable, and there's quite a bit of time between them. Then they start getting stronger and closer together, stronger and closer together. When it gets down to two minutes apart, those pains are really strong because getting ready to give birth to that baby, and so those pains get stronger and closer together until they're just one on top of another and the baby is born. And Jesus said, that's how this first cluster of events is like. <clears throat> You'll see these things happening, but then they're going to get stronger and they're going to get closer together. They're going to get stronger and they're going to get closer together until they actually give birth to the last days. Well, what were those signs? Well, first of all, he said, there's going to be false prophets are going to arise. There's going to be lots of false teachers, and they're going to deceive many. That same thing talked about in 2 Thessalonians by the Apostle Paul, when he's talking about the rising of that last day empire, that global government. He said, that day will not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed falling away first, literally great apostasy. There's going to come false teachings 
uh, going to lead a large number of disciples away from Jesus Christ. There's going to be a rise of false teachers in the last days. Wow. Can we say the church going woke? Can we say the church no longer teaching the, 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 the whole gospel? Almighty God is warning us. This is going to be one of the signs. The beginning of SARS. You're going to see this happening more and more, getting closer and closer together. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars. Nations are going to rise against nations. Kingdoms against kingdoms. You know, I think about this going all the way back to 1914. From 1914 to 1980 was the war to end all wars, World War I. But wow, it ended in 1918. But just 10 years later, 1939, World War II broke out. Germany invaded Poland. And World War II broke out. And World War II went from 1939 to 1945. There was the forming of the United Nations in the hope that we would be able to settle these differences and there wouldn't be these wars. That was the, that was the, the verbiage that was used by FDR and others in the forming of the UN. We're, we're not going to have these kind of wars. We're going to be able to settle them because we're, we're uniting the nations. Well, what happened? Just, just six years later, just six years later, from, 19, um, from 1950 to 1953, you had, uh, you, you had the Korean War. I said six years, it's just five years later. You had the Korean War. On the heels of that, just six years later, 1959, some American soldiers <clears throat> uh, uh, in, their, in, in their barracks area were killed by North Vietnamese. And that began leading to the Vietnam War that went clear up to 1975. You know, from 1975 to 2023, there have been 15 major conflicts, nations, rising against nations, kingdoms against kingdoms, <clears throat> and dozens of smaller ones. As it's, like, it's like the world is continually in this conflict. And right now, what are we seeing? Well, Russia in Ukraine. But we see, we see uh, North Korea continuing to try and improve their ability to, to, uh, to send uh, nuclears, uh, uh, across the ocean. We, we see conflict going between China and India. We see uh, conflict uh, happening uh, in China, threatening Taiwan. And, and it's just like all over the world, there's this continual nonstop. They're getting closer and getting stronger, getting closer and getting stronger. Not to mention, he goes on to talk about famines and pestilence and, and natural disasters happening. Earthquakes and, and uh, uh, hurricanes. Almighty God said these are the beginning. These are the birth pangs. And they're going to give birth to that second cluster. What is that second cluster? Well, that second cluster of groupings are from uh, uh, chapter 24, verse 9, down to verse 14. And these are, are sociological, uh, cultural 
and spiritual uh, issues that rise out of these birth pangs that we that we see about in the first cluster. And what he said was, listen, what's going to happen is uh, when we're going to see national and geopolitical issues rise sharper and sharper and cultural hatred of Christianity and of authentic disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said that disciples are going to be out, uh, be hated by, the, by all nations. Dis disciples of Jesus Christ are going to be hated of all nations. And the gospel of Jesus Christ is going to be outlawed in some nations. Christianity is going to be outlawed in some nations. And in other nations, they're going to, they're going to make laws that limit the influence and, and the, 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 uh, the working of Christianity. They may still be able to have Christian churches, but they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna limit, they're going to have laws that limit their ability to really minister and to really preach and to really... So we, we see this in Iran, the outline of most Muslim nations is outlawed. You can't preach and teach Jesus. China, yeah, there's, there's, the, there's the, the three self-church and, and, and other, other Christian organizations allowed in the government, but laws limit them what they can and cannot say, what they can and cannot do. So you have the underground church that's really carrying out the gospel, but they're persecuted. And Jesus said, this is what's going to happen. You're going to be hated by all nations, and they're going to, and they're going to persecute you. They're going to, many are going to be martyred. And he said, uh, you're going to see, you're going to see uh, uh, even family members turning other family members in. Well, you know what? Over here, they're, they're holding a Bible study in their home. They're holding a church in their home. They're preaching the gospel over here. They're, 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 they're preaching stuff that's outlawed, that's not, that's not legal. Like in Canada right now, you can't preach the biblical position on LGBTQ without being arrested. And there's other limits. Yeah, you have the Christian church there, but, but the government's trying to limit what they can really do and say. And Jesus said that's going to be, that's going to be the characteristic of this time, this socio uh, sociological, geopolitical issue. Because the other thing he said is offenses. Offenses. This, the culture is going to be marked by people being offended. People getting offended. Okay? People getting offended over, over cultural issues. People getting offended over racial issues. People getting offended over gender issues. People getting offended because because you believe that, because you have that political position, people getting offended. And wow, does that just kind of like describe our news right now? People getting offended. And, and in their offenses, betrayal of one another. Betrayal of one another. And he said, this is going to be, this is going to be the culture and the spirit of this age, the age that we're, we're, we're going to see this narcissistic, hedonistic culture rise because not only that, he says, because iniquity abounds, because self-willed living abounds, because people are so narcissistic and self-willed, 
that 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 there's going to come sexual promiscuity is going to go off the charts, and because of that, because iniquity abounds, the natural love, the natural human love, is going to grow cold. So there will be mass murders. So there will be people abusing others. There will be elderly abuse. There will be the murder of children. There will be infanticide. There's going to be, the natural human love is going to give way to transgenderism and a drag queen shows and because we're going to see the love of many. The natural human love is going to, and when it says wax cold, literally it means rigor mortis is going to set in. It's going to die. Natural human love is going to die. And so we're going to see this narcissistic, hedonistic culture just rise that is going to become more and more evil. But he said one more thing. He said the gospel is going to be preached throughout the earth. The gospel is going to be preached throughout the earth. So as this darkness rises and begins to prevail and wickedness and evil becomes greater and greater and the darkness becomes more prolific in the midst of that, God's going to send his light throughout the earth. The gospel will be preached to all nations. Wow. We're going to see this great last revival that Joel talked about in Joel chapter 2 when he talked about the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit and the great revival and the great harvest of souls. So evil is going to rise. There's going to be this great apostasy. Evil is going to arise. But in the midst of that, there's going to be this rise, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, because there's going to be a last day church. There's going to be a last day church, mighty in the power of the Holy Spirit, doing the works of Jesus, because Jesus is still alive and well, and he is still working. And his church is going to do the same works that Jesus did, and even greater works than these because of what Jesus promised in John chapter 14, verse 12. Truly, truly, I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Wow. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. The third cluster is actually just one thing. Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel standing in the holy place. Then will come great tribulation like the world has never seen or experienced. The abomination spoken of by Daniel is a reference to the last day global governance that is going to be spawned by hell and animated by the Luciferian spirit. And that global governance is going to defile. He'll persecute believers. He will, he will persecute Jews. He will try and rule the world and control the economy of the world, control the, the geopolitical uh, controls of the world and the armies of the world. And he said, that's going to happen. And when he does, there's going to be, 
There is going to be tribulation on the earth like the world has never seen or experienced from the beginning of time and never will again. It will be a time when the powers of darkness are going to be loosed on this earth as never before. And there's one reason. The restrainer is removed. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. The restrainer is removed. That which is holding it back right now is removed. What is that? The church. The salt and light of the earth. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ. When it is removed, then that which is spoken by the prophet Daniel will come to pass. And that global governance that is spawned in hell and animated by a Luciferian spirit is going to take over the world. And there will be unrestrained evil and darkness upon the earth. Wow. Wow. Jesus said, that's how you know. That's how you know when it's getting close. There's going to be these birth pangs that are going to give birth to the last days. The church will be taken out of the way. And then evil, like the world has never known, is going to be released. And that global governance will rise. Because that man of sin, the son of perdition, will be revealed. Wow. We're getting close. I know as I went through these clusters, you could see how we're, we're seeing that right now happening. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Wow, we need to be. Well, our next podcast, we're going to pick up from here. And we're going to look at how close are we to that global governance coming and that man of sin being revealed. How close are we? We're going to look at those things. God bless you. Thank you for joining me in this podcast. I, I hope you will encourage your friends and your family members to join us and to subscribe. I hope you've subscribed. If you haven't yet, click on that subscribe button and, and, and become a, a regular subscriber to Foundational You with Dr. Dean. God bless you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for joining us today. This Christ-centered biblical training is a ministry of Spirit Life Ministries. We hope that you are blessed by this podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. For more information or questions for Dr. Dean, please contact us at the website fdeanhackett.com.